following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. It's Monday night in Atlanta, and that means it's time to talk Yellow Jacket Athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 is brought to you by Georgia Power, bringing you the energy for every game day and to your community, too. Visit georgiapower.com sports to learn more. Now, to get things started, we head live to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And we welcome you in. Happy Monday, everyone. It's time to get it started with another edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Oh, yes, we do not stop here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network or GT60. Finished up regular season action in football on Saturday, and we turn the page to Georgia Tech basketball for the next 60 minutes on GT60. Georgia Tech fresh off a 68-65 win, maybe closer than expected versus Bethune-Cookman last night at McCamish Pavilion. Two more opportunities to catch the Jackets at home this week. Wednesday, 7-15, the tip off versus Nebraska in the ACC Big Ten Challenge, and then ACC game number two this time. It's the home conference opener at McCamish. Saturday afternoon as they take on the Syracuse Orange. Remember the the uh, Jackets' very first game of the season, open conference play with that dramatic come-from-behind last-second win versus North Carolina State as part of this expansion to the 20-game ACC schedule. So two of those 20 conference games have been moved up earlier in the calendar. In game number two, you know how about the urgency of those ACC games that one arrives on Saturday versus Syracuse. We'll get the thoughts of head coach Josh Pastor on those matchups as well as what transpired last night versus Bethune-Cookman, a game that saw Michael DeVoe once again notch 20-point effort, 27 points, and James Banks flirt with the triple-double, 12 points, 10 rebounds, and a career-high eight blocks for James. We look forward to doing so with your tweets and your phone calls as well so you can get those queued up right now. If you want to reach us on Twitter, easiest way to do so is by using the hashtag GT. 60 and then on the phone lines the number is 866-477-7020 and here he is fresh off the practice floor your head coach of the Yellow Jackets Josh Pastor now full disclosure I had Wiley Ballard filling for me last night on the broadcast as you can probably tell been fighting some laryngitis and some people coach were worried about how my voice would hold up for GT60 but I was quick to remind them I do this show with you, and nothing is better at saving a broadcaster's voice than yielding the floor to one Josh Pastor. So welcome in, Coach. Would love to get your thoughts on uh, the game last night versus Bethune. Well, first of all, uh, Andy, glad uh, to be back for fourth season uh, talking uh, Georgia Tech basketball. Uh, <clears throat> so we have a lot to talk about. To, you know, I've gone through uh, five games now and have an opportunity to, to uh, uh, recap where we're at where we're heading to, can talk a little recruiting, any questions anyone has, and, and we can go from there. Uh, first off, glad to, that you've toughed it out. You know, I mean, I, you know, we're a 50-50 ball team, a championship motor board team. Uh, you know, I, st I stole, I, 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 in our practice, we have the, uh, these, we have this board. It's called the championship motor board. Which and I you've took, never done this in your career. Correct. I took it from Coach Collins, kind of that idea. <laughs> Um, so I was a little concerned you're not doing the game yesterday. Even though Wiley did a great job, I was a little concerned that I wasn't going to be able to get you on that motor board. 
And uh, so today, you to come around today, that means that you've come up with some 50-50 balls, uh, Andy. So I was proud of you to, to be able to do the show tonight. Sometimes you got to play hurt, yeah. broadcasters included. So you got 27 points from Michael DeVoe. you got a pair of double-doubles. We've mentioned James. Also, Moses Wright yep. was engaged early on, 12 points, 12 rebounds for Moses. You're stressing the hearts of a lot of Yellow Jacket fans. That's four out of your first five games that have now been decided by four points or less. Uh, Boston Bethune-Cookman. They were a senior-laden team. They tied for the most first-place votes in the MEAC conference. So this was a trickier game once you got beneath the surface than I think a lot of people thought. And while you couldn't stretch that lead out, I think that that senior poise and savvy came through for Bethune-Cookman. That being said, happy to get the win. Still a lot to work on between now and Wednesday. Well, first of all, I think Bethune-Cookman's a pretty good uh, uh, basketball team. You know, uh, they're going to end up winning their conference. Uh, number 10, the Pope kid's a really good rebounder. Yeah. I mean, when you rebound like that and you have 11 offensive boards in the game, uh, I mean, there's a reason he's one of the better rebounders in the country. And it was a dangerous game. When you're scheduling, and this is something that we've really looked into, and I don't know why not, that's not why I'm glad we ended up scheduling Bethune-Cookman because it's going to be a good win for us down the road. Uh, however, um, you want to stay away from those buy games slash guarantee games you know, are, that are senior-laden teams because those are dangerous. If you look at some around the country when a lot of these losses happen or when we had a slip-up here and there in, in, in the previous years, part of it is those teams are all seniors. And, and I, like I always say, getting old and staying old. And into this season, Andy, going into this year, and we're going to recap the five games, uh, going into this season, I had said there's three things. we got to get old and stay old, and we're older this year. We are older. Secondly, We've got to stay healthy. Um, and obviously, we have been hit with a with an injury bug regarding Jose Alvarado. Jose Alvarado, who's, you know, I really believe we'd be sitting here 5-0 and oh if we had a healthy Jose. Uh, if you take, because two, two of our best players, Jose Alvarado and Jordan Usher, if you take two of their best players off someone's team, it's going to hurt you. It's just by natural uh tendency i mean look at arkansas last night they had barely won the game well number 25 who hit the game winner against us did not play um uh, again so you take someone's best player or two of their best players off a team it makes it tough and 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 it is tough without jose the things that we rely on jose is the the leadership on the floor um uh, it's the 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 ability to crack back in in on defensive rotations and cracking back on the rebounds. It's the 50-50 balls. How about just making the free throws? It's the leadership in the timeouts of the vocal leadership on the floor. Just the the energy giver that he is. And so and then what's just happening is you're putting all kinds of stress and tension and pressure on Bubba Parm and Mike DeVoe to have to run the team the entire time. So being healthy is an issue. Uh, is a key for us, especially with our key guys. And then the third thing I had said is we've got to kind of hold the fort or, or really lock in until Jordan Usher gets gets uh, eligible December 18th for Ball State. Because of the fact that Jordan Usher, the transfer from USC, uh, is a really good player, high energy, high motor, can really score the ball, uh, because of that, uh, he's going to give us a great jolt of energy and a great lift, but we don't get him until the December 18th game. Regarding Jose Alvarado, I, I was, you know, it might now be looked upon that 
that it's not going to be ready for the Kentucky game. From the news we got today, we had him checked. It could not be. It might even be not even the Kentucky game. He might miss Ball State and Hawaii, and maybe the earliest he could possibly possibly be back now is Florida State. That first game in or the last game in December, our third conference game, December 31st, we play Florida State. Right now, as we are today, um, I would our our. Our expectation was that he or was going to get back for the Kentucky game on December 14th. He was going to miss the rest of this week, and they'd be ready to go for Kentucky. The way we're from what the feedback we've gotten from the doctor, he had a doctor's appointment today. He'll be out all the way leading up to Florida State. Uh-huh. Um, so meaning he'd miss Kentucky plus Ball State plus Hawaii. And then um, hopefully he'll be back by Florida State December 31st. So, again, that makes it tough on us. And that's why because, you know, you're, you're one of your – I mean, Andy, in the summer and in the fall, he was our best player by a landslide. And um, unfortunately, this he had a, it was a freak play on a fast break. Michael DeVoe on practice. Michael DeVoe threw an alley-oop to Khalid on a transition break. And Khalid stepped on Jose's – foot because Jose was in front of him going for the lob and Jose's ankle just turned it's a high ankle sprain and those can take yeah, a they while. can be really finicky and and that's the deal and it's you know M- Moses Wright had a high ankle sprain that's why he didn't play in Spain this summer is because he had a high ankle sprain and it took him for you know six to eight weeks before he being able to get back on the floor and that's the same thing with Jose it could be a six-week deal and that's just kind of where we're at and so that makes it tough that he, you know, it could be longer than we than we expected. But, you know, and that's part of the deal. And so, um, you know, without Jose, every game is going to be a grind. Every game is going to be there's no margin for error with us. I mean, we just it's it's possession by possession, and and because of that, it puts the stress and tension on to guys like Bubba, Parm, and Michael Devota have to get it done. It, you know, we're losing a guy that can really score the ball for us in Jose, too. You're taking a less score with him not being on the floor. So it's not about other guys stepping up. It's about we've got to now even be extra better in execution offensively, but we've got to be extra better with even through defensively. You know, I watched back on the film yesterday versus Bethune-Cookman, and uh, first of all, like I said, I think Bethune-Cookman's a good team. We really guarded well. Now, we didn't start the game well defensively, but we really guarded well later on in the game. We had some great defensive possessions. There's a couple times where James Banks was rotating over where Khalid Moore had already had the ball stopped. No need for James to rotate for a shot block, and it allowed weak side rebounding by number 10. And, and, um, and then we had a couple turnovers in key times. But more than that, if we had made some of our free throws – we would have been in a situation where we've been up six, up eight, and then it wouldn't have been that close. You know, you, you have a little breathing room. Um, and, and, and so we're one of the best teams defensively in the country. I mean, you look at our numbers. Um, we, just, we guard the heck out of teams. We've done that every year since I've been here. We, and and, and that is, that's what we are. It's who we are. It's our identity. I believe in motor. I believe in energy. I was disappointed last night with our guard rebounding because that's a direct reflection on the head coach because I believe in guard rebounding is about sticking your nose in there, coming up with those scrums, two-hand rebounds, getting those loose balls, because guard rebounding sets the tone on the fast break. There doesn't need to be any exchange on an outlet, and and that's that's so important. And we didn't do a good job in guard rebounding yesterday, so we've got to be better than that. But, but Andy, you know, we are a very, very good defensive team. So we had spent, because of the Georgia game and the game versus Arkansas, the amount of turnovers we had, and that's been a, a problem with that. Mm-hmm. And free throws on the offensive end, we spent all day 
Wednesday of last week, Friday, Saturday, and the morning of Sunday of just doing offensive execution. I thought we were better in some areas yesterday in execution because we, we got the shots where we needed to get the shots. We had nine turnovers between Moses and James. That's got to be better. But our execution was better. We did not, our guards did not turn it over. It was our two front court guys really had the turnovers. But, you know, Andy, we just got done with practice. I made every guy shoot 50 free throws. Mm -hmm. We've, we're trying everything. You know, we're shooting, we're shooting the, uh, um, you know, we, we're, you run on a miss, free throws, you, you're putting the pressure on, you're doing competition. You know, it's just got to, you know, it's a toughness thing. They just got to get up there and put the ball in the mm -hmm. basket and, and, and tough it out and make the shot on those free throws because right now our two best free throw shooters are James Banks and Bubba Parm. Yeah, well, if you got to figure it out better after a win than after a loss, Absolutely. you'll try to turn that win over Bethune-Cookman into a winning streak Wednesday versus Nebraska. We'll hit a quick timeout. Once again, the number is 866-477-7020. The hashtag on Twitter is GT60. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. More GT60 with Josh Pastor after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back to GT60 Live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For more, let's head back live now to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Or what voice I have left, Andy Demetra. One of our mind you, GT60 presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. I don't know why I'm the one complaining. You're the one who's yelling in practice day after day. You should be the one who's horse coach, not me. It's neither here nor there, though. That's okay, Andy. But uh, you're 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 fighting through it, so uh, I'm I'm giving you a great uh, double thumbs up, as is all the fans at Yellow Jacket Nation. I'll tell you what, prednisone it works. Say what you will about it. All right, let's go out to the phone lines eight six six four seven seven seventy twenty. We're going to begin tonight's GT sixty with David in Atlanta. David, welcome in, sir. You're on live with head coach Josh Pastor. Great. Thank you very much. Listen, uh, Josh, our family loves Georgia Tech basketball. We have watched all the games this year and almost all of them last year. Uh, I could spend a long time asking a lot of questions, but my wife has insisted I can only ask one. And so my question is, uh, on the offense, it seems so effective when Moses is slashing, and he's, uh, he's such a pounder there, but there are long stretches when uh, he doesn't do that or the offense and the offense seems very stagnant. And I was wondering uh, your comments there. Yeah, David, and, and please call in. Uh, you can uh, you can email me any questions. Oh, let's get a first email yes. shout out of the, of the year uh, here. Uh, please. Jay Passner, J.P. as in Paul, A-S-T-N-E-R at athletics.gatech.edu. Or you can go to the Rambling Rec website my emails on there um and and get it from there but uh um so tell your wife uh, i appreciate the question and david you could ask me anytime any questions at any point but yes that's a that's a that's a great question regarding moses right we talk all the time regarding moses about engagement we use the word engagement and you're right david when he's engaged when he's slashing when he's cutting when he's moving and he's active he's on the glass he, he's engaged both offensively and defensively. He makes our team that much better. I mean, we just got done watching a film session, uh, and, and we just talked about that on those clips. 
and and sometimes offensively, we've talked about this, it can get stagnant, um, uh, and this is part of playing these early season games and trying to clean some things up, is is because of how we play, and, and originally we put in the system of playing four out, and and you know uh, you know with the cutting and moving, but at times because we've had a couple guys who haven't shot the ball at the at from the three point range that maybe that I thought had shot at this point. Plus, obviously we we you know at Jose's out, we have got a little bit stagnant here and there. We have tried to clean that up, and the best way to avoid that being stagnant, like I thought yesterday. David, we were better with our execution. The thing kept moving. You know it's very important to me that 60% of our field goals are assisted every game. And and the best way to, for that to happen is the ball does not stick. The ball is not given a headache. And, uh, and and we do need to have Moses continue to flash and move. And, and the more he is engaged, the less we become stagnant and the better he is as an individual and the better we are as a team. So um, that's that's a fair point, and we are constantly coaching that every single day. What, the other thing I want to say just for the listeners out there, a crackback, when I use the term crackback, it's when somebody's driving the ball, James Banks or the, or, or the five-man comes over to help and the shot's up. That means James Banks has come to try to block the shot. His man is open on the weak side rebounding that nearest guard needs to go down and crack back. Crack back, meaning crack back that big man to take him out of rebounding position. So when I use the word crack back, that's what cracking back is. All right, David, thanks so much for the call. We'll stay on the phone lines now. Scott in Macon has been waiting. Scott, welcome in. Go ahead with your question for Josh Pastner. Hey, guys, great show. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Coach Pastner, uh, you've been around the country coaching um, uh, this is more a question about high school basketball in the state of Georgia. Do you find it uh, sort of odd, like with all the transfers that go on here um, and sort of how the private schools here, uh, the players are moving around constantly? Is, is Georgia an anomaly or is this going on around the country? Schools like Pace Academy or Woodward or St. Francis, these schools just getting players and jumping year to year. I just want to get your thoughts on the state of high school basketball. Yes, Scott, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, I think it's a real uh, interesting dynamic. When I first got the job here, Scott, I had actually said the the amount of recruiting in Georgia, and it's not just private, it's public, private and public, the amount of recruiting that takes place in the high school level, not only in high school, both private or public, but also in grassroots summer Mm -hmm. basketball. Uh, And I said it's more intense and more cutthroat than actual college recruiting. And uh, so, yes, it is. That is a very uh, I'm not saying it's an issue. It's just it's a it's a real uh, thing that that there is a lot of transfers and movements within high school basketball, whether that's um, uh, in the, you know, public, private, private, public. It it doesn't matter. And that's also included in in grassroots basketball on 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 vying for teams and, 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 you know, which shoe circuit you're playing with. And and that just doesn't happen in the state of Georgia or in the city of Atlanta. I mean, it, it happens all over the country. It's just kind of part of the deal. It's it's the way it is now. You look at the transfer portal in college basketball. I mean, there's, there's uh, um, you know, just last year's almost 1,000 transfers in the portal of, of, of college basketball. So that's just kind of how things are. You look in the NBA – 
guys are moving left and right, you know, or teaming up with this guy. They're going over there. I mean, it's just kind of the world we live in, in based in, in basketball, and it's kind of a trickle-down effect. NBA, college, high school, summer basketball, and it's just kind of the world we live in with, with hoops uh, right now. All right, Scott, thank you so much for the call. That opens up a line for you, 866-477-7020. GT60 is brought to you by your Atlanta area BMW Center's BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics. The Yellow Jackets a month into the season have not won, but two players who are leading the nation in individual statistical categories. We'll tell you about it coming up on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit BuyFordNow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Court, a part of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway Company, is the nation's leading provider of transition services, including furniture rental for home and office, even furnishings, destination services, apartment locating, touring, and other services. With more than 100 offices, showrooms and clearance centers across the U.S., operations in the U.K., and partners in more than 80 countries, no other furniture rental company can match Court's breadth of services and company-wide commitment to making a house a home, an office a great place to work, and an event a memorable celebration. For more info, visit Court.com. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the DirectorsCup.com, USA Today, or L Directors Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Gold. It's not just our color. It's our commitment. It defines us, drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics, as we welcome you into GT60. Our first of the year with this man, head coach Josh Pastor, the Yellow Jackets 3-2, and two, and we look forward to seeing you at McCamish Pavilion Wednesday night. Kind of an odd start time. It's the ACC Big Ten Challenge, so they staggered out some of those matchups. Georgia Tech versus Nebraska tip time set for 7-15. So here we are, Coach, in the month of December, and the first month of the season, some teams, they, they, they load up 
up on lopsided matchups, and as a result, it produces a lot of inflated statistics, and there uh, occurs a natural leveling of numbers as the season goes on. With you guys having played three Power 5 teams already among your five, these numbers are all well-earned, and two of your players lead the nation this week in these categories, first off, there's Michael DeVoe, who's not only in the top 10 nationally in scoring at 23.4 points per game, he's number one nationally in three-point percentage, 13 of 21, that's 61.9% had that big game-winning three-point play. It wasn't a three-pointer, but got the end one with seven seconds left versus Bethune-Cookman. Where has his game grown the most since the end of last season? Yeah, he, he's really gotten better. You know, Andy, one of our things, one of our pillars we talk about is is five-star development because, you know, of course, do we want to get the five-star player in recruiting? Of course we do. Who doesn't want to get the, the best players we can get, the one-and-dones? We want to get those guys. But the reality of it is we haven't got them. So our, we have to not have – if we're not getting that five-star prospect coming right out of high school, we've got to be able to get – be able to do our job in five-star player development and that's got to be a big thing for us and we have done a good job here of getting guys better the proof is in the pudding um uh and getting guys better all the time uh and i say that to say that michael's another example of that he has continued to get better he has improved from his freshman to his sophomore year and andy i've said this a lot your biggest jump you make is between your freshman and sophomore year. And um, and uh, that being said, he has really, really come a long way. He has improved. He's gotten better. His pace that he's playing at, obviously, is shooting. Um, uh, I, I want to see him being better on the defensive glass as a guard. He's got to be better in that area, and he's got to be better in making the free throws. I mean, it's it's unacceptable at his free throw rate right now, as good of a shooter as he is. But uh, um, I'm really, really proud of him. He's worked at his game, and he's only going to only going to continue to get better. And and our, you know. I've had all my assistant coaches here are good coaches. You know, I'm, I have I've always had a great staff and guys who could really coach, and we've had good floor coaches, and and they have done a great job. My assistants have done a great job of continue of continuing to develop the player, of getting guys better, and that's a big thing, and that's uh, that's what we're about. So you know, uh, we need, and, and and for this week, both on Wednesday and Saturday, he's going to need to really continue to play at a high level, and that's why I tell him when you're open and shoot the ball. And I was going to ask you, do you want him to be more selfish, yeah, pulling the I trigger mean, when I he's mean, got a clean look from three? When he's got three? a clean look, he's got to shoot it. Like I tell him, we can't draw up a play out of a timeout to get the number one shooter in the entire <clears throat> country a shot when the other defenses are there designed to stop you. You're that open. You've got to let it fly. Fire that sucker. Shoot it. And, and that's got to be the deal. And I told him, don't, you know, when you're open and you have daylight, you got to let it, you got to shoot it. Yep, it looks smooth off his hand, no question. Had two three-pointers last night. And then number one in the nation in blocks, James Banks. 26 now, I believe, through five games. That's correct. 5.2. Had a career high with eight versus Bethune-Cookman. But you alluded to something interesting earlier in the program, that James is also learning when not yeah. to go after a block. And that sometimes is as important as when he does put himself in a position to go for a rejection. Well, there's a couple things, Andy. You know, because what, when he <clears throat> does go for a rejection and he doesn't get the shot block, it puts us in a rotation where the weak side guy can rebound, and the, and and that's where you, 
we got to be great at the crackbacks, as I talked about what they are um, uh, earlier. And so uh, part of that is James Banks getting better at recognizing. Because um, there were some times that, that Bethune-Cookman well, had dribble drives last night, and it was well defended, and, and, and it was a high no degree need, of difficulty there's no shot. There's no need for James to move over and get, a, get ours in rotation. It's kind of like that, kind of like that last shot. one they had to Correct. tie the game up. And he goes, and then number 10's there <laughs> to put it back. Um, so that that is... That is something that he's got to continue to get better. But he is, you know, a great shot blocker. I mean, look, in our four years here, we had we led the we led the ACC in shot blocking my first year, second year, last year, and you know, right now we're in that trajectory to do it again. And so um, uh, that's part of what our defense is about. We've been a very good shot blocking team, and James is a big part of that. And that's where I'm to David's call earlier about Moses Wright and engagement. That's where Moses Wright needs to be better at blocking shots, and he's more than capable of being a great shot blocker. It's just being engaged because he's a great athlete. Now, James has great timing. Like in that first half, he had that dunk. The guy tried to dunk, and he is able to block it right there. I mean, James is an elite-level shot blocker, and the timing of shot blocking is a great skill set. I mean, he's, he's, he's the best in the country at it. Uh, and that's where we need to get Moses to have that same type of engagement on the on the defensive uh, rim at that yeah, as well. Yeah, make it even more hazardous for teams to try to finish around the basket. We'll hit another timeout again. The phone number to join us live tonight with Josh Pastor, 866-477-7020. You can also hit us up on Twitter with the hashtag GT60. Back for more GT60 following this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops. And wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. At Georgia Power, we believe our lake should be filled with water, not trash. That a healthy honeybee population will pollinate a healthier environment. That building homes is just as important as powering them. That's why we believe what we do off the grid is just as important as the clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy we provide on it. And that's a different kind of energy. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family-made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. Libman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. RamblinRec.com is your home for up-to-the-minute Georgia Tech sports news. Log on to RamblinRec.com and you'll find exclusive stories, updated stats, ticket and scheduling information, and much more on the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. Plus, you can tune into live games and coaches show broadcasts from anywhere in the world. Follow your favorite Jackets team online and keep up with Georgia Tech sports news as it happens at RamblinRec.com, the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics.
We're live with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. High Regency Atlanta has rambling rates all season. Visit HighRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTAC. High Regency Atlanta, a preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics, visiting with you on a Monday night with head coach Josh Pastor in front of Georgia Tech's ACC Big Ten Challenge matchup versus Nebraska's 7:15. The tip time here at McCamish between your Jackets and the Cornhuskers. We've seen Bubba Parham slide into the starting lineup with Jose Alvarado's injury. Your transfer from VMI, originally from Snellville. Georgia. People knew about his offensive pyrotechnics in two seasons in Lexington, Virginia. And I think Bubba himself would tell you he's still waiting on that breakout offensive game. This was somebody who had nine 30-plus scoring games last season at, at VMI. Is he still searching for his fit in this offense? And, and how much of that do you attribute to not having Jose, that that oh, might be slowing that down? Andy, it's I'm attributing a lot to not having Jose. Remember in the first game versus Georgia College, Bubba had five three-pointers and Jose was out there with them. If we had Jose, we'd be sitting here 5-0 and right now because even the Georgia game, we were playing five-on-four uh, versus Georgia because I should not have played Jose. He played... He had he he was bat, been out over two weeks. Didn't practice. He practiced the date. Finally got cleared to practice. He was medically cleared, but he was limping around. He begged me to play. He wanted to play so bad. He went out there, and we were he, he couldn't guard anybody. They had no pace. We were playing five on four. That's not Jose's fault. That's my fault. I should not have played him. But point is, um, if and, and if I didn't play, him, we might have won the game because of the fact he he we were literally playing five on four. But um, um, you know, there's no question that that not having Jose has has affected Bubba in, in a sense because it's put the stress, tension, and pressure on Bubba to perform in so many different uh, ways and areas. But he, but 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 he's got to get it done. Um, uh, he's got to get it done, Bubba. And he is. It, I was really proud last night. He had no turnovers. Uh, he, you know, he always, you know, when he sticks his nose in there, he comes up with those scrums. Him not having a, no turnovers was a really good sign. He's going to find his rhythm in his shot. I think that's really, really important. Um, and he's just got to keep getting better as, as we continue to move forward. And all these the, the, the experience that he's getting right now is going to pay dividends for him. And he's got to really lead us to victories as we continue to move forward, which includes – um, you know, you got Nebraska, big game on Wednesday, uh-huh. ACC Big Ten Challenge. In fact, does the ACC Big Ten Challenge start tonight? Does it does, yeah. Tonight? We'll get a Coca-Cola ACC refresher next Great. segment. Okay, and then and then, uh, um, and then then obviously Saturday. You know, we are first place in the ACC. Don't forget that, Andy. You guys so have been in first place for, for almost a, a month. Time. So so we got a big game on Saturday. <laughs> then you're at Kentucky. So, you know, uh, yeah, we, you, we just got a tough schedule. You might want to remind the folks in Lexington that Bubba Parham now plays no, for Georgia I, Tech. I don't and want he's to coming tell to again. I don't want to tell Oh, that's right, yeah. We want to keep that a secret. So, but that being said he's got to really continue to get better he's got to really step up for us and and the main thing is he's got to be a great defender he's got to be a great guard rebounder he's got to come up with those scrums and loose balls on the defensive end because when guards come up with scrums and loose balls and defensive rebounds because of his speed and and pace and quickness he can push that ball up the floor as fast as possible and we can get into transition offense and try to have some opportunities to make things happen so he's got to do that and then with that he's got to take care of the ball really value the ball having great ball security 
And then from there, Andy, uh, you know, the shots will come when he's open. He's got to be ready to make them. And that's just part of, of him getting a feel of what we're doing, what we're about, what our identity and DNA is about, which is 50-50 balls, motor, you know, discipline, uh, being driven. I mean, all those things that go hand in hand in it. Loves that left elbow jumper. He's got he great a, lift a couple, on his shot as well. Yeah, he had a couple. He had a big one at the end of the half. Had a, had a big one in, in the uh, second half as well too. Now, Khalid Moore hit a couple big shots, pull up jump shots too. Had a big one late in the second half uh, as well too, off the pull up uh, 15 footer. We'll talk about Khalid in just a moment. Question here on Twitter. The hashtag is GT60. Troy wants to know, Coach, which player has made the biggest gains in the weight room and conditioning from last season? How has that aspect changed since you first took over? Yeah, Troy, uh, wonderful question. Uh, I think Moses Wright has made the biggest gains. If you look at his body, I think we would all agree that he's made the biggest gains uh, body-wise just by, you know, his physicality, the way he looks. And um, and uh, uh, that's, you know, that's, that's a good thing. And, um, you know, interesting about conditioning, I'm a big believer in conditioning. I'm a big – anyone's come to my practices, they know how much I run in practice. We make those guys run a lot. Th- because we went to Spain and we had those practices this summer, I did not – and I talked to a lot of coaches that had, be- that had gone to foreign trips. Based on, on the new rules that you can start practicing earlier – I didn't. I, I I did not condition enough in September, partly because I didn't want to wear the guys out because it was a long summer and it was a long fall, and I didn't want to wear the guys out. I wanted to be smart about that and be efficient. I felt going into the Georgia College and the Alabama game um, when we played in this in the exhibition. I felt those two games, we were not in the shape that we needed to be. And, I, and like Michael DeVoe was awful versus Alabama. And I looked at it, man, he wasn't in good condition. After that game, I said, man, no more. I mean, forget saving late. We were just going to condition the heck out of these guys. And that's why Michael DeVoe has played better and has been at a high level because he's in his best shape of his life. We have absolutely conditioned the heck out of these guys over the last month. I mean, the last six, five weeks, it has been intense conditioning every day. And that is something that I truly believe in. I backed away from it in September only because we had done a lot of stuff in the summer and I didn't want to wear the guys out. But I went right back into it and after those two exhibition games. and We just ran and ran and ran. Like on Saturday, before we played Bethune-Cookman, I ran the heck out of the guys. If you didn't execute on a, on a play... I blew the get on the line. We're running a deep six. Wait a what's second. A, what's a deep six? It's touching. You had to do it in 34 seconds, end line to end line six times. You had to do it in 34 seconds. We've deep fours. You do it end line to end line uh, four times. You got to do that in 22 seconds. And I just said, hey, you turn it up. We're on the line. Okay. Wait, wait. Bad body line. You're on the line. The whole team's on the line. Deep six. And you don't make it. Run again. You don't touch the line. We're running. So we do a lot of every day. It's a lot of condition. I wanted a condition today. Now the assistant said, Coach, let's wait till tomorrow. They had, they played a lot of minutes yesterday. We got two big games remaining <laughs> this week. Let's do the conditioning tomorrow. All right. Troy, thanks so much for the question. I know you've decried turnovers, especially at inopportune times this early season. We're able to, to knock that number down versus Bethune-Cookman. There were a couple there late as you're either trying to stretch the lead or preserve the lead that, that uh, allowed Bethune-Cookman to seize some momentum again. Is there any common culprit when you break down those turnovers on film? Are there any bad habits you're trying to rid from your players right now? Well, I think part of it is is it's it's being able to 
you know, look, Arkansas is a very, very good defensive team. But part of it is just being uh, having great ball security. Um, and, you know, we are so good defensively. No one wants to play against our half-court defense. Like, Arkansas did not – they couldn't score against our half-court defense. They could not score. But they scored based on our turnovers. It gave them opportunities. Georgia could not score against our half-court off defense, but they ended up scoring against our turnovers. So we're not giving – we're self-inflicted wounds when, when we're one of the best defensive teams in the country, and we're not letting teams – we're not getting our defense set up because we're turning the ball over. It's it, it's a mindset. It's a it's the attention to the littlest of detail. We spend a lot of time on that. Now look, we've played a tough schedule, Andy. We've played a tough schedule. If you're playing a bunch of cupcakes, maybe you don't have all the. But th that's why you play the schedule that we play. That it's one of the top 20 schedules in the country. It's it's I believe it's the best. You know, based on numbers, I believe it's the best. It's going to be when it's all said and done. We'll have to play the toughest uh, schedule in the entire country. But it, it it tells you what you need to work on now, so you're ready for ACC play because that's what it's about. And just valuing the ball, ball security. And we spent the last four days prior to the game at Bethune Cookman on strictly working on offensive execution, over and over and over to making sure and ensuring that we were, um, um, you know, executing and, and just passing and catching and, and working foot advantage and foot leads in our receiving of the ball. And, you know, look, I mean, there's a lot of our there's a lot of responsibility with with James Banks at the elbow there. We try to dummy down the offense and simplify it so we can help him and just know this is where you look. This is where you go. Let's take out all the other reads. You're just this is very point A, point B, point C. Um, and the other thing is we, you know, transition offense. We talk about in transition offense, clean rebound, clean outlet, first three steps, get the ball below the free throw line, attack the red zone or play uh, uh, skip or weak side or play behind. That's our deal. And we weren't, and we had some turnovers and key times in transition. So it's just a mindset, understanding, valuing the ball. We took a better step yesterday. We only had five turnovers the first half. We ended up with 13, which is still too many, but we ended up with only five the first half. We are, st we are making the right adjustments and tweaks to hopefully correct that issue as we move forward. And you'll hope for those tweets to continue in the win column on Wednesday versus Nebraska. We'll get into our joint chiropractic adjustment for next game a little later on. But first, it's a Coca-Cola ACC refresher on the other side of the timeout. GT60 presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. We'll be back after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit buyfordnow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. 
GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For the last two years, BMW has helped provide 2.4 million meals to people in need through Feeding America. With this year's program alone, we hope to reach 2 million and further build connections with the local food banks and community. So right now, during BMW's Drive to End Hunger Test Drive event, November 12th through 16th, your test drive will help provide 200 meals to Feeding America, and you'll receive $1,000 towards a new BMW. Visit your local BMW dealer for details. Join BMW's Drive to End Hunger Test Drive event and receive a $1,000 credit. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Welcome back to GT60 Live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For more, let's head back live now to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. It is ACC Big Ten Challenge Week, and it's underway as we speak. And already a surprise, Miami on the road versus 6-1 Illinois. And the Hurricanes are thumping the Illini 48-27. Wow. Two-minute mark of the first half. One other matchup tonight. Clemson is at Minnesota. On Tuesday, it's Northwestern visiting Boston College. Syracuse hosts Iowa. Louisville versus Michigan. That might be the marquee matchup of the entire ACC Big Ten Challenge, the way those two teams are playing. Florida State is on the road at Indiana. Pitt plays host to Rutgers. Duke is at Michigan State. And alongside our game on Wednesday, we got Virginia at Purdue. Notre Dame at Maryland. That's a, that's a rematch of the Elite Eight matchup, is yep, it not? Absolutely. Virginia and Purdue. Uh, Wake Forest is at Penn State. North Carolina State hosts Wisconsin. And North Carolina is in Chapel Hill taking on Ohio State. That's your Coca-Cola ACC refresher. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. So some time to chime in on Twitter with the hashtag GT60. Phone lines are open as well, 866-477-7020. It was a strong first two games for your sophomore Khalid Moore, a quieter last three games. Where can Khalid's niche be on the team this year? Well, versus, um, versus NC State, he was outstanding. How about that last effort plays? He was incredible versus NC State. Uh, versus Elon, he was great. He was not really – he didn't get the job done against Georgia and didn't play well against Arkansas. He didn't have that defensive mindset. He didn't have that motor. He wasn't winning that championship motor board, uh, making those championship motor board type of plays. He wasn't winning 50-50 balls. He just he was kind of out of it. I mean, he, he made big free throws against NC State and then was missing free throws in key times in the Arkansas and the you know, in the um, uh, Georgia game. However, I thought yesterday he was outstanding defensively. He was gr a number. We would not. We would have lost the game if it wasn't for Khalid Moore's 
defense on number one. Oh, and Malik Malin, especially as they put him in all those pick and rolls. He and and he had and he made and he was a good player. He had three threes against us two years ago when we played him. Uh, Bethune Cookman, he, he Khalid. We would have lost the game if it wasn't for Khalid Moore's defense. And you know I, our identity, our D, our DNA, what we pride ourselves, who we are is all about defense. And Khalid Moore was awesome defensively. I mean, he flat out guarded that yeah. kid and and was great. So, and now and he did some good things. So I was really proud of him. I thought he really played at a high level defensively yesterday. And he made two big shots. Um, so I thought he got maybe got back to his mojo yesterday of who he is, and we're going to really need him to step up and be that same guy versus Nebraska and Syracuse to finish out, finish out the week. Yeah, it's a big week on multiple fronts for your Yellow Jackets. We've already told you about the ACC Big Ten Challenge game Wednesday here versus Nebraska, but then Saturday, let's not neglect Saturday, it's the ACC home opener as your Yellow Jackets play host At to noon. Syracuse. Now, on originally it was scheduled for Sunday, December the 8th, and people, your tickets might say December the 8th, but they moved the game because they eventually said Syracuse and Georgia Tech was not going to play in the ACC championship game um, on the Saturday, so they moved they, they, they mm-hmm. moved some teams around to play Saturday that were originally scheduled Sunday uh, because they wanted the football teams that were playing on Saturday in the ACC championship for football to then those teams play on Sunday. So our game is Saturday December the 7th for Syracuse at noon. December the 7th, noon, Saturday, not Sunday, because Sunday it says December the 8th, mm-hmm. December the 7th, Saturday. There you go. We'll say it one more time, Saturday, noon, and, of course, and, our airtime, 1130. And let me just say this, two things. I know I'm a repeater because I repeat myself. My wife reminds me that all the time. You know how I know you're a repeater? Because you said, I'm a repeater. I repeat myself. (laughs) There you go. And secondly, I do want to just say this real quick. Uh, You know, there's this one guy, I forgot his name. He's a great musician, and he's a guitarist. And he would never shake anyone's hand, ever, because he was, I I forget the guy's name, incredible guitarist. He wouldn't shake anyone's hand because that was his livelihood. And and because if someone took his hand, hurt it, or it could cost his whole career. I don't think you should talk unless it's out. When you're outside of games, you should be silent, and that because it's your career, you should never speak unless it's during a broadcast. You know how many people have been lobbying for that for the last 15 <laughs> years. Don't worry about it. We will have an oath of silence between now and uh, and tip off on Wednesday night. We'll look forward to seeing you here 7:15 for the Yellow Jackets and the Nebraska Cornhuskers. We'll have some closing thoughts with head coach Josh Pastor. We'll also get into our joint chiropractic next game adjustment and just a moment. First, though, Higher Regency Atlanta has rambling rates all season. Visit HigherRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTech. Higher Regency Atlanta, a preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Back for more GT60 after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. It's not just our color, it's our commitment. It defines us, drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. 
Howard Gold is unbreakable. Forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family-made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. Libman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For the last two years, BMW has helped provide 2.4 million meals to people in need through Feeding America. With this year's program alone, we hope to reach 2 million and further build connections with the local food banks and community. So right now, during BMW's Drive to End Hunger Test Drive event, November 12th through 16th, your test drive will help provide 200 meals to Feeding America, and you'll receive $1,000 towards a new BMW. Visit your local BMW dealer for details. Join BMW's Drive to End Hunger Test Drive event and receive a $1,000 credit. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from Inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. Want to thank Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics, and your Atlanta area BMW centers. BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics and both proud supporters of GT60. Our first GT60 with Josh Pastor this year. Two opportunities to catch the Yellow Jackets live this week, beginning Wednesday versus Nebraska. ACC Big Ten Challenge at 7:15, and then a noon tip-off on Saturday. It's ACC game number two, but the first at McCamish as the Jackets welcome in the Syracuse Orange. All right, Coach, let's get into Nebraska. Got new uh, administration. It's the native son, Fred Hoiberg, back from the NBA ranks. Started off slow, played well in their Thanksgiving tournament in the Cayman Islands with wins over Washington State and USF. They'll come in 4-3. and three. Give us the quick thumbnail sketch at the Cornhuskers. Yeah, no, Nebraska, you know, obviously Coach Hoiberg, Fred Hoiberg, who had great success at Iowa State, um, you know, will we'll, uh, – 
you know, their teams are always going to be really good offensively. They're going to play hard. They've always got talent. Um, they, you, you look at their stats, they got multiple guys that can shoot the three-point shot. Uh, they play quick. They're one of the fastest teams in the country uh, as in terms of tempo and, and, and getting it up quickly. They average 75, you know, 76 points a game. They're shooting 34% from three, 45 from the field. Uh, they do not foul a lot. They don't, you know, they do a good job of, of not fouling. They, their opponents do not get to the free throw line. Get, does not get to the free throw line. When you them. see that number, does that indicate that there are, are opportunities to take it off the dribble and finish at the rim where you don't have to recalibrate knowing there's contact? Yeah, and, and there are some times where we have to be able to attack the rim to be able to, you know, to, to finish. But they do a great job of – you know they guard and then and, and and you know they just don't they defend without fouling you know virginia does a good job with that of defending without fouling notre dame does a really good yeah. job with that defending without fouling so um, you know, we've tried to talk about getting to the free throw line a lot, so we're going to have to find other ways uh, uh, to score. But they're, they've got multiple guys that can play. Uh, like I said, they're a good basketball team. They're well coached. They run good actions. They they want to get up and go into transition. So transition <coughs> defense is going to be critical for us uh, to be able to have uh, success. And then you look into Saturday uh, versus Syracuse. Uh, everybody knows they're going to, you know, the 2-3 the, the zone. Uh, we've had good success against yeah. Syracuse, but hey, look, it's a league game. We don't have Jose. You know, all, all of our wins against Syracuse, Jose was a big part in those games. So we're going to have to really play at a high level for us to have the success that we want to have. This is a big two-game stretch coming up for us, and uh, we'll know a lot more about our team as as after we, you know, get done on, uh, on Saturday. Well, sometimes you got to find a way, and you will certainly look forward to doing that twice this week. Nebraska Wednesday, Syracuse on Saturday, and on that we wrap up this week's edition of GT60. Coach, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. All right, he's head coach Josh Pastor for Dan Cords inside the network studios. I'm Andy DeMetra saying so long. Once again, we'll join you for pregame 6.30 Wednesday versus Nebraska. This has been GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. been listening to GT60 live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tune in each week throughout the year to get the latest on Yellow Jacket Athletics. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Georgia Power, bringing you the energy for every game day and to your community too. Visit georgiapower.com slash sports to learn more. GT60 is a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Georgia Tech Sports Network.